Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, fuck buddy. Welcome to the Fuck It Up Comedy Club podcast. I'm your host, Kima B, and you are now tuned in to an unapologetic celebration of comedians of color who aren't cis men. It's an opportunity to hear dope stand up from lovely comedians and get to know them a little better. Oh my god, aren't you lucky? Wow, I feel the exact same way, hon. <laughs> On today's episode, we have stand-up from Charlene Jahan, Saima Ferdos, and Kate Cheka. I'm really excited to have them. Love each of them. Their energy is so good, so lovely, and we had a great time. Um, and I-, I gotta warn you, before you get to it, the chat that we have later in the show, a little unhinged, you know? Um, I don't know what happened. I don't know what I learned about myself. I don't know what I learned about society. It left me with more questions than answers, but I hope you enjoy it. Anyway, to kick it off, I asked the gang to share some moments with me where they felt fucking incredible. I am single, but I just deleted Hinge. Yeah! I don't, I hate it. It's so terrible. But you know what? That was fucking incredible. But what sucks now is, uh, okay, I have been putting thirst traps on the internet, on my on Instagram, which I'm excited about. But, like, people have been messaging me sometimes, and they're like, hey. And you know what? Like, on Instagram, they message us for work. So I'm like, oh, hey, back, whatever. But they're, like, bringing crappy Tinder chat into Instagram and then being angry that I'm not messaging their terrible chat back and I'm just uh, so that's sad but I deleted Hinge so you go go you something that's made me feel fucking incredible is um, I've stopped giving a fuck about what people think about me (laughs) into it as a pointer genuinely just been imploding my life. <laughs> Great. Burn, so you made a big the, mess. And burn all the bridges. And yes. Then you've got nowhere else to go but up. Woo! <laughs> love it. Chaos. Into it. Anarchy. We love it. Um, this was when I was just begun comedy. I dated a comedian briefly for a couple of weeks back in the day, back in mm. Berlin. And then I went to the UK and we mm. broke up and I came back and he was dating another comedian mm. woman. And I saw them together at an open mic and they were holding hands. Mm. And I was like, oh no, I've got to go on stage in front of my ex yes. and his new love and it was I was back in the day when I used to get terrified so I was like shaking nervous and then the bartender gave me a shot and um and then I went on stage and you can hear me on the recording breathing into the mic going it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay I was so nervous and then I did my set and it went so well and then my friend who was holding my phone recording it was next to him and could hear my ex being like choking laughing and being like she's so funny I can't breathe (laughs) and then I like ran out the room because I was like all shaken up from all the adrenaline and then she got on stage and bombed I'm usually incredibly supportive of women in comedy. I would like to put that on the record. But I was like, yes. (laughs) And that was fucking incredible. Yeah. (laughs) 
glad that you guys are here today. Okay, so you are here at the Films of Color Comedy Club. If you don't know what Fuck It Up is, it is an unapologetic celebration of comedians of color who are not cis men. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, my name is Kima Bob. I'm your host, and I'm very happy to be here with you. Um, oh, I will say, this is a comedy show, yeah, but it's about to get weird for a moment. Just because, um, generally, I do like to think that I'm quite a like, warm and bubbly person. And I think the warmth is still here, but I'm a bit off my game. Because a week and a half ago, I was in two relationships. And today, I am in none. <laughs> a lot has changed for your girl. <laughs> yeah, and I keep being reminded of it. Because um, in order to like promote uh, the podcast, I've been doing some interviews and different like magazines and stuff like that and usually they just ask about like the show you know like questions like oh comedy you do it why (laughs) the podcast you do it why but someone at a publication is that what you call it like a magazine is that like a publication do you think someone on a platform that shall remain unnamed but rhymes with shiva shagazine (laughs) decided to ask me about my dating life and i think that's what killed it do you guys know like the like evil eye thing of like if you say something to someone and they wish you unwell oh oh I think that's what happened. So I got asked about my dating life, and they said, um, what emoji would you use to describe your relationship status or dating life? And me, so cocky, so confident, so happy. Uh, I go, the one that's like, you know, they're like, they're like a one that's like hot with the tongue out, because it's like, ooh. Like, I was like, that one. And I go, I've gone from dating no one to now seeing two people. I've been interested in ethical non-monogamy for a long time, and I feel like I'm learning a lot about myself. And at the same time, I'm kind of exhausted, mostly from the fucking. Uh, not fucking anymore, am I? <laughs> I go, I'm having a lovely time, but it's interesting trying to launch two relationships and a podcast at the same time. Um, And someone out there, whether it was an evil person or just like the universe, was like, she seems tired. We should take some stuff off her plate. (laughs) It's so fucked up. And it's it's weird because like uh, both of them ended in a way that made me have to like prioritize and choose myself. Uh. Oh my God, something, something not settling for less. Uh. Disgusting, so tough to do. And it's like, it's so weird because I I went into this year thinking like, okay, like self-love, like what is this self-love? You know, we talk about self-care quite a lot. And it's like, but what is self-love actually? And it's like, are you telling me that I'm supposed to love myself in a way that I don't look for it outside of myself because that sounds overrated. <laughs> it sounds tough, it sounds impossible, and I've had enough. <laughs> and so I got distracted from going into this year being like, I'm going to learn how to truly love myself like on another level, on a deeper level. And I was like, instead, I'm going to love these people. Um, and these people have politely ushered me back to myself. <laughs> oh, and there's this app. Do you guys know the pattern? 
I love the pattern. Oh my God. If you don't know the pattern, it's one of those like astro apps where you're like, do you know the pattern? It's so good. It's an astro app and like you put, you know, you're like a birthday and birth time and stuff in there and then it just reads you for filth. <laughs> it fucking reads you for filth and the accuracy is terrifying. The accuracy of the pattern is so terrifying that um, Channing Tatum got on the, have you seen that? Channing Tatum is afraid of the pattern. So Channing Tatum joined the app, the pattern, and then it told him some stuff about himself and you can look it up after this. He made like a YouTube video where he's just like staring into his phone he looks fucking shook and he's like how do you know what you know about me pattern he's like who told you because there's been some stuff that you've said to me that I've only said to my therapist (laughs) he was like there's some stuff you know about me that I don't even know about myself (laughs) and that's how I feel and one of my things that the pattern has shown me it says it to me all the time and I go shut up the pattern you don't know me but it goes it goes your best and most fulfilling relationships will likely happen later in life Excuse me, the pattern later as in not now? (laughs) Because I'm 28 and it feels kind of late to me. (laughs) It's so messed up, man. But like, I don't know. I feel like self-love is like this big challenge that's been like tasked upon all of us, you know? And like I've come to the conclusion through like meditation and therapy, etc. That um, because my childhood was a bit not great, anyone, is this relatable content, Um, because it wasn't on point, I seek this feeling that I didn't get consistently as a child, I seek it out as an adult person, and now I have to figure out how to give it to myself, but I think I've been, I've been challenged in this, I've been reading a lot uh, of stuff um, about like love, self-love, etc., and what we can get from affirming relationships. Um, and sometimes affirming relationships can show you things that maybe you forgot about yourself or things that you forget to love about yourself, right? When someone's like, you're so sexy, you're like, damn, I am, you know? <laughs> and when someone's like, oh, you're so smart, you're so wise, you're like, oh, shit. Okay. Um, And so I do appreciate, you know, those connections for reminding me some of those things about me um, and bringing me back to myself and challenging me to find, like, a wholeness so that I don't seek it outside of myself. And I realized that even though there were some, like, feelings of, like, love and whatnot that I wish I got when I was a little person, um, I am now getting them, but through, like, my friends, you know? The first comedian I'm going to bring to the stage. I absolutely adore this performer. I'm so glad to have him on tonight. Um, And I just want... Would you mind starting the applause, please? But just, like, really light, just really small, petite applause. Yes, very good. Apathetic. I like it. (laughs) Yes. Apathetic like the person who wished my love life down the drain. And go absolutely well as we welcome to the stage... introduce myself. I'm Charlene Jahan. Yep. Uh, my accent is Canadian. Uh, I'm British Bangladeshi Canadian, actually. Uh, so I explain it like this. Uh, postcode British, uh, voice Canadian, love of curry, also British. <laughs> yeah, I also am not good at dating. What? No. 
comedians who don't know how to fly in love, what? Uh, love me! Anyway, um, so I was dating a guy, um, and we actually, it was going well, actually, and we uh, actually saw each other naked for the first time. Yeah, 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 but that's not the funny bit. That's not so weird. Uh, and uh, he had feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Constructive criticism on my body. What? What? What happened to being grateful, guys? I am not an Uber. I didn't ask you to rate my ride. Okay? And if it was an Uber situation, Right? I would have, I don't know, ordered an XL, you know? You know what I mean? I would have ordered an Uber that eats out, you know? Like, I would have ordered an Uber that waits for me to come and then leaves when it's done, okay? Yeah. If that's, look, we can all give feedback, okay? Anyway, he was like, uh, babe, <laughs> I think the color of your nipples are wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, now I can tell that not everyone understands that feedback, right? Uh, so I'm just gonna tell you what I told him, uh, which is uh, you need to vary <laughs> the content of your porn. <laughs> yeah. Watch all of it! Watch all of it, yeah! No, watch all of Game of Thrones with a monocle and like a, like a Dulex color chart, okay? Because there's a lot of kind of boobs out there, all right? There's a lot of kind of colors and nipple sizes. Just go watch it because it's, it, look, they're not, they're not all pink, right? They're not, they're not all pink. <laughs> Some are <laughs> aquamarine. Uh, go taste the rainbow. Uh, the guy's name was Barnaby. Yeah, he was white. Uh, I think that's a redundant statement, right? Because uh, it's only like white guys and dogs uh, named Barnaby. And fun fact, he was both. Uh, but I look, look, look. I can kind of understand the nipple thing, but at the same time, like, there's like so many sexy women of color in television, you know? There are, like, uh, Mystique. <laughs> Avatar. Smurfette. I said women of color, I didn't say what color. Uh, I met him at a festival, of course I did. I, w I used a shiwi at, at that festival. Has anybody heard of a shiwi? Basically, what a shiwi is, is a dick for women, so we can pee standing up. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's incredible. It like turns an innie into an Audi. It's, ama it's amazing. Uh, basically, be, because like, let's face it, guys. Guys, it's so easy for you guys to pee. You can pee anywhere. You can pee in a parking lot. You can pee on the street. I'm sure that guy is peeing right now. <laughs> he is peeing right now. You know, I applaud you. I'm not even going to tell you to go away. Hey. Whereas, like, for women, it's insane. Like, especially at this festival. Like, I was at this festival, and I think I was in a queue for the toilet somewhere between, like, two to three years, okay? <laughs> and I was there, and I was bursting. And my, I, my friend Margaret was there, and she had a shiwi, and she went, used a urinal, and came back 30 seconds later. 
And she was like, Charlene, you're bursting. You need to use a shiwi. And I said, that's cool. I don't have one. And she said, use mine. <laughs> okay. Let's address the judgment in the room. <laughs> all right? You're not better than me. You are not better than me. We're all disgusting, okay? A lot of us disgusting. I know. So, but don't worry. My friend was high, so she had thought of a, a solution. So what she did was... <laughs> she took the shiwi and she put a fifth of vodka down it <laughs> to cleanse it. Now, guys, we've all lived through a pandemic, right? We've all used hand sanitizer everywhere. And remember when you have like a little cut on your finger and you use hand sanitizer? Yeah. Now imagine that pain for a wound that never heals. A lot of people have crossed their arms. It was worse for me, guys. Okay? It felt like I had 57 UTIs in a row. I saw God. But inexplicably, well, explicably, at the same time, I got super drunk. <laughs> it's just super drunk. So it made me want to pee more. Uh, and look, look, have I, I do stand-up comedy, right? I do stand-up comedy. And, uh, and I'm not going to lie. When I walked up to the urinal, urinal, I have never felt so much stage fright in my life. And the guys in front of me loved it. Uh, everyone needs a pep talk. Guys, everyone needs a pep talk. I started peeing. They started peeing harder. It was a whole, it was a whole thing. But guys, I... I cannot tell you how awesome it was to use the shiwi. It changed my life. Because I think I understand men more now. I do. Because the first thing, when I started peeing on, in the shiwi, like the, my first thought was like, I want to piss on everything! Ah, I want to piss on everything! Oh, give, me, give me a fire hydrant! Give me some territory to mark! I want to piss on it! I started, I started writing my name. I was like, S... Uh, H. Um, I tried to, I got too confident basically. And I want, like, I had, to, I, I had to, like, learn how to stop peeing. Like, because men have this move, right? Like, they have this salsa move to end. And I didn't know what it was. I don't know what, like, yeah, you're just like, you know, the thing, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. I was trying to look around to see what they were doing. And they were like, stop looking at us. Like, I've never seen so much fear in a man's eyes if you look at them while they're peeing. Anyway, basically, basically, at the end of the story is I pissed all over myself. So, uh, okay. <laughs> all right, thank you so much. Bye. Charlene, that was beautiful. Ugh, nipples. Right? It's so tough. I um, So I have been guilty of my own nipple ignorance. Um, I assumed that all um, white people would have pink nipples and other people would have brown nipples, which does this seem like facts to you? Getting some nods of affirmation from the audience? Uh, I made the mistake. Uh, I accidentally dated a white person because I met them when they were topless. <laughs> 
I was at like a sex thing. <laughs> I was at a sex event. Um, and I met this beautiful being and they had, um, yeah, no top on. And I was like, brown nipples is a go. <laughs> and it's like two dates later when I'm like, hey, so are you like a person of color? <laughs> when they say to me, no, but my great-grand is Indian. <laughs> Even though her great-grandma's uh, culture might not have carried through in her being and the way that she moved in the world, you know, I hope that her great-grand finds comfort in knowing that she is in her nipples. <laughs> Fool and innocent people like me. Um, okay, there's more comedy. It's coming at you fast. It's coming at you right now. The next comic who I'm going to bring up here is absolutely delightful as a person and also as a comedian. I want you to give her love, give her affection, give her protection, don't give her neglection. What is this song? <laughs> so, please, whip, cheer, and go wild as we welcome to the stage, Kate Chaka! You guys all right? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I am very hungover. Is anyone else here hungover? Oh, everyone's so well behaved. I love it. Uh, I just got back from a uh, hen do in Barcelona and I had sex. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. It was actually my friend Edna's hen do and she's like this queer black feminist from Berlin. And then there was just this white guy called Tom from Dorset on the hen do. was <laughs> <laughs> like, you lost? Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then he like showed up with loads of acid, started a fight in one of the queues like, to the nightclub, and then he shagged one of the hens. Oh my God, spoiler, it was me. <laughs> you get drunk sometimes. Uh, people have acid for you. Uh, that's how that happens. And then we spent the whole of the next day like, in this hotel room in Barcelona. And then he was like, don't worry, I'm going to go out and get you breakfast. And he came back with a loaf of brioche and some chocolate milk. <laughs> I was like, I'm not a 10-year-old French boy. What is this? breakfast get me a pan of chocolate um no i've got a new phenomenon now it's like just happened in the last couple of years where i'm only now having sex on holiday yeah it's very expensive um i'm averaging a holiday a month at this point i had a holiday another one sex holiday in berlin recently um i went to berlin and i was hanging out with a friend and then she ditched me to go and have sex with her ex-boyfriend boo yeah uh, but it was fine. I flirted with the bartender, who was a lovely lady called Claire. And then Claire's friend arrived, and I flirted with him too. And then the bar closed, and we left. And they were like, so, who are you going to go home with? And I was like, oh, we can't all go together? And they were like, no, you need to pick one. Like a Sophie's Choice of sex. It's a dark reference. And I was like, oh, well, who lives the closest? And the guy was like, well, actually, my house is just right across the street. And I was like, well, I'm very sorry, Claire. <laughs> Uh, and that's when I realized I'm a local sexual. I will sleep with you if you're nearby. Um, yeah. And then the next day he was all like, what's my name? And I was like, I did not come here for a quiz. Uh, uh, yeah. Does any women here think about their own murder a lot? No? Like, every time you're dating someone new, you're like, ooh, the person most likely to murder me. Ah, that's just statistics. Um, yeah. It's true. Uh, what I've realized is I don't want a lame obituary. You know, like, I don't want my obituary to read something like, Promising Young Comedian Murdered by Some Other Comedian. 
very embarrassing, which is why I had to end with the last guy I was dating who was a celibate comedian, which was a little bit like dating a sad clown. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like Ronald McDonald, but with limp dick. And um, yeah, it's bad. I had, I had a new plan for 2022, and it was to make men afraid in the streets. Hey, thank you. So to that end, I started catcalling men. <laughs> yeah, it's been going quite well. Uh, I cycled past this guy the other day and he was looking at some shelves someone had left out, so I shouted out, nice wood. <laughs> yeah. And he jumped because men are not used to being catcalled. Um, and it's been taken up a new level recently because my friend Emma, who got given a van by her work, when she got pregnant with twins, so she'd get around more easily. So we were driving around the Finsby Park area in a white van. <laughs> I was rolling down the window, shouting out things like, hey, sweet legs. <laughs> yeah, made her drive me to the Arsenal Stadium so I get loads of men all in one go. <laughs> Perfect. And then we got out of the car and it was a very pregnant blonde lady and me. Um, it was fun. Oh, it's been a time. I, uh, my mother, I haven't mentioned my mother. I will mention my mother now. My mother is a very old, very tiny white lady, uh, which is a slight problem because now when we're together, people think I'm her carer. I know, because uh, I grew up in this small town. Oh my God, this guy loves it. <laughs> He's like, I see it now. Uh, yeah, I grew up in this small town in the countryside. That's why I speak like this. I'm not just an asshole. Um, <laughs> people ask. Uh, and we were like, I was like living with her in lockdown. We were walking through town. Then we stopped because she saw a guy she knew from church. They were talking. And then he turned to me and said, so where are you from? <laughs> and I never had the experience of being asked where I'm from in the town where I was raised with the woman that birthed me on my arm. Because usually what I say when people ask me from is the reason I'm this color is my mom likes black dudes. You can't say that in front of your mother. <laughs> so I was like, oh no, what do I say? Like point at her vagina, be like from there. Um, yeah, no. Thankfully she was there. She was like, no, 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 this is my daughter, Kate. And he went, well, Valerie's got a wonderful woman that comes from Zimbabwe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I found it like, very difficult to explain to people, like, I'm not an immigrant. No one emigrated to get me here. My mother went to Africa and took my dad's sperm here. It's classic white people seeing precious resources from Africa. But yeah, I don't judge her for it, though, because I now, too, travel for good dick. Anyone else here? Yeah, I'll get on planes for good dick. I'm like a cat with a laser pen against a wall. Like, it's not food, but put it in my mouth anyway. Um, and I had a holiday like that uh, in last year in Greece. And uh, whilst I was there, I slept with a Greek guy. Thank you, yes. And a German guy. Doing measures in productivity. Uh, German guy, one on efficiency. Um, I also had a very dramatic sexual experience whilst I was in Greece I'd like to share with you. Uh, I fucked a guy so hard, I made him bleed. Thank you, yes. <laughs> From his butthole. Yeah, which was weird because it didn't go anywhere near his butthole. Um, and it turned out it was hemorrhoids. So, yeah, true story that he asked to come see my comedy. No, no, no. Um, I did that joke once at a gig and then afterwards I was flirting with this guy in the smoking area and then he left and then later we matched on Hinge and he sent me the best opening line I'd ever received on Hinge. He said, this photo must have been taken shortly before you made a Greek guy bleed from his anus. <laughs> and I was like, this guy's hilarious. I must go on a date with him. And I went on a date with him and he was really boring. Yeah. And what had happened there is he'd repeated my own joke back to me. And because I think I'm funny... <laughs> I decided he was hilarious. Uh, he never ever texted me back. Uh, <laughs> you guys have been absolutely lovely. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, 
gang, there's more comedy. It's gonna happen right now. Are you ready for it? Um, if we could start with a low level of applause, please. Mm-hmm. And then if we can get really enthusiastic because we're so into it, as we welcome to the stage, Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm Saima Ferdos, your second Bangladeshi of the evening. Uh, should we get to know each other a little bit? Um, don't worry, I'm going to join along as well, and I'm not going to actually speak to any one of you, so don't worry. It's all fine. Um, put your hands in the air if you've been on a date before. Any kind of date, a coffee date, you didn't even realise it was a date. Uh, every single person's hand should be up in the air. Keep them in the air. Um, put your, keep your hands in the air if that date was like, set up by like a relative or like a friend. Yeah, so a few people's hands have gone down. There's still a few of you there. Solidarity. Uh, keep your hands up if that relative was your mum. Yeah. Really? You, you too? Your mum set you up on a date? It's okay. I, my hands are still up. You can keep them up with you. Yeah? No, just me. Okay. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm the only one hands up, and I'm going to keep going. Uh, keep your hands up if your mum was on the date with you. <laughs> That's right. My mom chaperones my dates. <laughs> true story. Um, too true. <laughs> uh, so what happens, what you should know about my mom is um, she's four foot ten, shorter than me, and uh, she's progressive. I like to call like liberal conservative. She's liberal in that she's pro-trans, right, pro-union and a feminist, uh, but conservative in that she would really rather I didn't show my ankles off. Um, if people can't see in the back, I'm wearing a full-length dress. It's a high neckline, long sleeves, and she did see me in this and asked me if I was going to wear leggings with it. <laughs> you can just, just see a hint, just a hint of ankle. Um, and I wore this under as well. Um, it was like a family barbecue, so I, just, I thought, I'm not going to wear leggings, but I'll put this on just, you know, just for culture. Um, didn't drape it, couldn't be bothered, just left it just, just on the shoulder. She was absolutely fine with it. So this is fine. This off, I'm naked. <laughs> Completely naked. I might as well just be just bollocks stark naked, according to my mum. Yeah, so the date's for my mum. It's a, I'm 34 years old now, so it used to be I would pick a nice place, um, but now it's the same Costa Coffee down the road from me every other Sunday. They've seen me on so many bad dates. Um, what happens is they come in with a chaperone and, um, and my mum's there with them. She'll have a lovely, just a lovely evening with their chaperone, which is usually like their sister or their brother, and I'm just having the worst time of my life. And I did this gig at Charlene's night, actually. She puts on a night for South Asian comedians, and there was a majority South Asian in the audience, and they all let me down. Not a single one of them also went on a date with their mum. <laughs> Unbelievable. Apparently it's just me. She, honestly, told me a lot of shit in my life that I've just gone for, and I realised after that gig that um, she's just making shit up just for me. Um, so my mum, she's on the date with me, she's having a lovely time, I'm having the worst time in my life. Uh, one of my favourite one of those was this guy who, he told me he did, moved out, which I was so supportive of, because sometimes some stereotypes are true. I'm a South Asian woman living with my parents. So I was so proud of him. You've moved out. That's great. I'm so proud of you. But then the more we talked, the just red flags just kept falling. 
He's like, yeah, I live down the road from my mom. I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. That's, oh, okay. Whatever. Oh, I, can, I can family first. Okay, fine. And I was like, oh, so like, now that you've moved out, have you learned to cook? Like, what do you like to do? He's like, oh, I don't have a, a microwave or a cooker. I was like, so do you just like order in? He's like, no, nah, just, just go home. <laughs> just go home. My mum cooks for me. Um, he also doesn't have a washing machine. Because guess what? Yes, she does his washing for him. Um, so what I've realized is he's a grown adult um, who basically lives in a grown-up version of a treehouse. <laughs> She's playing PlayStation 5 and just having sleepovers with his mates. Um, yeah, that, that did not go further, <laughs> funny enough. Uh, there was another time where my brother was my chaperone. He is younger than me. Three years younger than me, and he chaperoned me one day. But I was actually quite appreciative because my mom doesn't know anything to do with like, um, like pop culture, nothing. So, like her being on the date, she wouldn't have realised how shit a date it was. But he immediately got it. The second I said I worked in comedy, the man said to me, "Oh, I've just started watching a TV series. Um, I think you'd really like it. It's called The Office. Have you heard of it?" <laughs> Not, do I like it? Have I heard of it? It's a brand new show, 10 years later. Uh, <laughs> my brother immediately was like, you are never seeing this man again. <laughs> He's a good brother. Um, it's just two of us, me and my brother. And my brother is my mum's favourite. I'm my dad's favourite. And I know I'm my dad's favourite. And I'm sorry to tell you, all of the other dads, no candle to my dad. I'm sorry. Father's Day, best dad ever, my dad and I'll tell you why, um, he knows that I'm fucking terrified of mice. It's a long story why, it's it's, it will traumatize you all with me. Um, I've recounted too many mice in my life, um, and now I'm fucking terrified of them. And one day, he came across a mouse in the cupboard, and he panicked, he knew that I'm terrified of mice, um, so do you know what he did? He punched it. <laughs> Would your dad punch a mouse in the face? I think the mouse is fine. It ran away, apparently. Thank you so much. You've been great. Thank you. Give it up for Simon Furness! One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey. 
is me, Kima B, letting you know that if you like listening to us fuck it up in your house, if you like listening to us fuck it up in your car or on your train, you will absolutely love being in the room where it happens. We usually record our episodes in London in front of a live audience, and let me tell you, it's one of the most beautiful audiences I've ever seen, and I would love for you to join us. For more info, check out Fuck It Up Comedy on Insta or Twitter, or go to fuckitupcomedy.com. You've heard stand-up from them, but now you're going to hear sit-down from them. <laughs> so welcome back to the stage. Kate Chucker, Charlotte Johan, it's time for photos! Oh, yeah, everybody, grab a seat. Grab a seat and sit down. Okay, guys. Um, one, thank you for coming. Thank you for being talented. Thank you for being here. <laughs> it's a beautiful moment. Mm, the melanin, the melanin that's present. It's good vibes. Um, gang, first, before we get into my hard-hitting questions that I don't really have, <laughs> I want to ask you something. Now, this is probably going to sound you're going to go, oh, but just keep in mind that you can, like, there are multiple uses for the word horny, okay? You could be horny for shoes. You could be horny for ice cream. You could be horny for world peace. But what I need to know is, what, what have you been horny for lately? <laughs> I've been really horny for the sun. Like, I've been really enjoying it. People have been really bitching about it, but I'm, I want it to stay. Yeah, I get that. I respect that. Uh, too controversial to, to want the sun. I hate it. No, I don't. I don't, I don't know. No, it's mostly like, uh, I think... A lot of people think this is when you when we see the British public complaining about the sun, and that's from I'm from Canada and Bangladesh, from a colonized country. I'm just wondering how did you do it? You know, <laughs> how did you do it? How did you good good for you guys? Like good for you. Ah, oh, just don't understand. It must have been a challenge to overcome. Yeah, it was so well done. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good on him. I'm just horny because I'm hungover. <laughs> You're just horny, period. Like old-fashioned, yeah. classic horny. Horny yeah. 1.0. Yeah. yeah. Standard horny. Yeah. Yeah, and it. I'm just I'm just fancy masturbating. Do you wow. find, first of all, I love that for you. I salute you. I support <laughs> Thank you. you. <laughs> uh, do you find that when you're hungover, you get a bit horny? Yeah, way more. Whoa. Do you not? Um... I don't know. I think mostly <laughs> when I get hungover, I'm just like a bit sad. <laughs> oh, you're sad too. Is a, yeah, a sad and horny at the same time. Yeah, but don't yeah. you feel like when you're sad, you want to have sex? Am I using sex as a way to cope with bad? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a, re- a realized therapy session of like, I was like, I'm not horny just any time when I'm happy, then I'm happy, you know? <laughs> but I like to have sex when things are bad. <laughs> I get it. Wow. I, I had a realization not oh, long God. ago that like my um some of my favorite like sexual experiences were during like really fucked up times in my life. Right, that's what I'm having the realization now. I've just broken up with my therapist, but I should call her. Like this is this is important stuff. Usually, sometimes I'm like, hey, maybe that person is an ex for a reason, but you should probably hit her up. Yeah, <laughs> I should. Why, why did you guys break up? Well, because it's been two years, and I was like, come on, like. We've got a... What do you think? If you haven't fixed me now, huh? (laughs) You thought you were done? You completed it? Yeah, I completed it. I was like, if you haven't fixed me in two years, like, that's on you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, babe. Oh, 
Oh, it, it takes a little minute. <laughs> it takes a little minute. Sometimes I'll show up to therapy. Like, sometimes I'll show up and I'll be like, ooh, bitch, you're going to love this. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes I'll show up and I'll be like, I don't really know if we need to be here, but it is good to see you. <laughs> also, I don't think, like, I have more than one therapist because I just... What? Yeah, I have multiple different types of therapy because I just don't want to put all my crazy wow. on one person. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. How? What? So yeah. Is it like a, a CBT person? Okay. Yeah, no. What was it? What, All right, I've tried everything. Uh, <laughs> a lot of me. You were pausing. What was the pause about? Were you like, what am I going to tell these people? <laughs> yeah, what am, I, what am I going to tell these people? So I've got a therapist to talk to. So that's yeah. talk therapy. Yeah. And then there's like like more uh, somatic therapy uh, where they like work with your body. Oh, pe- ooh, people in yeah. this crowd are like, yes, yeah. we like that. Can you inform more about the somatic therapy? Because I'm curious. illegal. <laughs> it's, uh, it is very illegal. It's <laughs> no. What? No, it's because like you hold a lot of stress in your body, right? Yeah. So sometimes, oh, like, no, a, I get that. for example, like if you have PTSD, right? Yeah. You can do talk therapy, but when you're in a situation you feel uncomfortable, your body will shut down and you can't yeah. think properly. Yeah. So a lot of people have that. So there's like somatic therapists who work with what's going on with your body, and then you can work out what's actually happening in your mind yes. after you yes. sort your body out. So I got those two, and then I'm really into energy therapy now. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I'm like, what's happening with my energy, guys? I don't understand. And I'm like, everyone take my money. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't have a single therapist, and I think you're you. You can have one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> you can have. No, you can't have it, but you can borrow well, one. Day <laughs> She's like, I'm not giving away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how does a somatic therapy, how does it function? Like, how does an appointment go? Uh, it's like really different because like basically you talk about your problems uh, like you do normal uh, therapy, but then you talk about like where it is. And what's yes. happening there? Yeah. And like, why is like because I'll I'll say like I have a problem, and uh, like they're like, where do you feel it? And sometimes like one of my shoulders is acting up. Yeah. And it's like, what's happening in that shoulder? And then there will be thought processes when you look into your shoulder and what's happening. Oh. And then you have I like. I love this so much. It's so good <laughs> because like a lot of people do talk therapy, and then they're like, I'm not getting any better. Well, like there's a lot of parts of you. It's not just your bra- brain that's fucked up, man. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, I'm so much I'm saving the world here. Like I'm like, <laughs> I have I've helped so many people no, right now. No, yeah. this uh, actually no, yeah, you are. <laughs> 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 like, that's, that's quite huge and I think uh we sometimes I think therapy is oftentimes like stigmatized in communities yeah. of color, let alone um the one that's not just you sit across from the person. I think people imagine it like it's in movies where you're like mm-hmm. laid back on a couch or some shit. Yeah. But it's let not? alone when it's not that's what I <laughs> oh no, you gotta sit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They won't oh, let oh, you oh. pay to take naps in their offices. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely, so I don't rude. want that. No. Gosh, oh my gosh. Uh, are you uh, horny for anything at the moment? I Sounds think like you're horny for healing. Man. I am not horny for healing, man. I'm horny for therapy, and I'm horny for you to try something. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot understand an adult human who hasn't tried therapy. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't have a therapist because I don't feel like I need one. I do need one. Yeah. I just haven't got around to doing it, and I probably will never. I have get so to many it. names for you. Well, yeah. my therapist has got a, a you know an open slot now on Mondays at one pm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need to go back. <laughs> <laughs> on 
Some of them sent back. There are obviously like various entry and stuff, like depending on what you need and what you're looking for. If you're like going through the NHS, um, for those of you at home who forgot, we're in Britannia. <laughs> um, if you're going through the NHS, like there can be like long wait lists. Yeah. So maybe yeah. like if you need a certain kind of specialized therapy, it can take you forever. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who, because um, they're over 30, they're struggling to get the kind of care that they need because um, the organization that uh, gives that kind of care um, freely and willingly is like, you got to be young to have these problems. Wow. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out by the time you're 30, yeah, you can that's fuck on off. you. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, it's your fault. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> That was a joke. Um, <laughs> it's but, uh, not. You know, it's, it's, uh, there are different kind of barriers to entry, but I just want to say, um, as your friend, Simon. Is this, was this whole this thing is an intervention? <laughs> <laughs> there is no podcast. Yeah. This yeah. is yeah. an intervention. Yeah. Yeah. That we guy have, with headphones over there, brought, he's your new therapist. Yeah. <laughs> we have yeah, brought 60 on. of none of your friends uh, <laughs> to help you with this. None of, none of these people know you, but they do want what's best for you. <laughs> <laughs> and more importantly, they know what's best for you. They know what's best for you. Honestly, though, I feel, I feel like, like I'm in a fever dream right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would help? Therapy. I'm sorry. But. <laughs> it's good stuff. I feel like it also, like, so I have, like, I would say... Every every issue that I have, <laughs> every issue that I have, something that comes up in my life, I know that there are two people who don't mind talking about it. But sometimes I'm like, this is a lot even for them. And I'm like, this is when we bring in the professional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to overload your friends. Um, yeah, what have, you guys been, what have you guys been up to? <laughs> I don't have time for anything else. <laughs> just mostly just, 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 just comedy and therapy. That's it. Honestly, it sounds so good. <laughs> oh. Such a good day. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I just wish I more time for therapy. But, Simon, I saw recently via the social meds that you were on a super yacht. I was, yeah. I don't do what therapy, is the but I'll go on a super yacht. <laughs> What's the difference between a, a regular yacht <laughs> and a super yacht for yeah. those of us that are yeah. poor? I <laughs> and is there a on medium a yacht if you can't get I it? I don't know. Basically, I just really love below deck. Below deck. Below deck. Um, Will you tell them about below deck in case they don't know about below deck? It's a reality show set on a super yacht following the crew of the yacht. Mm -hmm. Except I don't have that kind of cash money uh, to actually do it. But there's a super yacht hotel Mm. where you can stay at a at the super yacht for 150 pounds per night. I don't get commission, but I should. Yeah. Um, And does it like? uh, It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. (laughs) I'm so upset. But it's fancy and it's nice. Take me to the Maldives. I don't know where they are, but we're going. (laughs) (laughs) On below deck, they always have their breakfast on the bridge deck aft, and I did that. Oh my god, was it aft? It was aft. (laughs) Was it super aft? It was super aft. Such a bridge deck. (laughs) I was I was looking at you today, and I was like, something has changed, and I think it's. I think it's you're like a bridge deck bitch now. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Honestly, um, I now need that kind of money to have that all the time. Mm. Yeah. And I have my own yacht just for myself. 
I feel like the issue that doesn't is go anywhere. <laughs> it doesn't move. It just stays because right there. It's just the it's building. So expensive. Like the people who on the show, they'll like hire it for like they'll do a charter for yeah. a weekend. So slight pause. Yeah, let's let's it's, fill these people expensive. in and below that. Because like I don't, they never say how much it is, but they'll yeah. tell you how much the tip is, and yep. the tip is more than I can afford. Yeah, so the, on the yeah. on below deck, it'll be the super rich people, mm-hmm. and then the, the reality like show it follows the people that work on the boat mm-hmm. and all their drama. Yeah. Are they fucking? Always Who's getting drunk all on the them. boat when you're not allowed to be drinking on the job and no. things of that nature. And there are always these really cunty people mm-hmm. that go on the boat and they spend a lot of money, so they get to bitch about whatever they want, yeah. and so they'll be like. I wanted my eggs runny, but these are sprinting. <laughs> She's like, chill the fuck out. It's an insane show. Oh, one, one woman complained because um, the crew didn't pass the food to her. She what did they she do? They shut it down? She didn't want to reach. She wanted it brought to her. Great. They did a buffet, but she didn't want to reach. Oh. It was a buffet. (laughs) We'd like a buffet, but I do not want to collect it. She was like, they should know that I'm not a person that reaches. (laughs) But then why request a buffet? Because they get to request how they have all their food. Yeah. That's so funny. That's mental. Oh, my gosh. I love it. And I want to be one of those people. I love it so much. Yeah. Would you you ever work, be a below-deck person? Like do the no, job. No, we want to be above deck. I want to be above deck. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, that's why you're spending. Uh, yeah, going to the super deck, yacht hotel. But I'd be like the nicest above deck person ever. Oh. And they'd be like, it's really dull those I, episodes when they're really nice. I, <laughs> <laughs> so these guests were lovely and they tipped really well. I'm not watching that shit. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I think if we became rich, I think all of us would become heinous people. <laughs> the worst. Do you think? Yeah. Heinous. Oh no. Absolutely. I want to know, like, what is your like rich? fantasy because I think the problem I think so uh, some people like to shit on like luxury I would Mm. like to live a lovely luxurious luxurious life and I think the issue with luxury Mm. is the idea of exclusivity Mm. and I think everyone should be able to have lovely beautiful lush experiences yeah you know what I mean like I think the idea that only some people should have nice things is fucked up Mm. and I don't think it's real so with that in mind what is your Rich lady fantasy. Do you have one? Is it just being on the aft deck of your <laughs> own super yacht that actually moves? I want it to move, and I want it to go to like a really. Ex- I know you just said it should be for everybody, but I want it to be on an exclusive beach. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say you have to share your beach. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I, I it, go to therapy. I want it for myself, and I want to run around naked. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love. I love naked. naked on the beach. Yeah. I mean, I can access that now, but uh, I want to get naked. That's my rich person yeah. fantasy. <laughs> wow. uh, no, I think I would want like. Okay, so I wouldn't want property in, like, lots of places. Again, not accessible to anybody else. Just me. <laughs> oh, my God. You oh want to be a landlord. Oh. Your rich person fantasy is to be a landlord. No, that no, is unbelievable. No, it's just, I don't, I don't, I don't want to fucking deal with Airbnb. I want, like, a yacht as well. And I want to be, I want to live in New York. I want to live in UK. I want to live wherever You can do that without owning all the houses. But, I, but then I can leave my stuff and I don't have to deal with property. So I feel like, okay, I had an idea yeah, with some of my friends, um, and this is a concept I call the timeshare yacht. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I've talked to some of my friends about this. I'm like, look, 
We're gonna we're gonna be in this world and we're gonna make this money and we're gonna want nice things, but we each don't need our own it. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. So I feel I don't like need to be on that yacht all the time. Do you know what I mean? We put in, mm. we put in, we buy a super yacht, and then we just have a nice schedule. And it's yeah. like, do you know what, guys? Oh, March is my birthday month, and I would mm. really like to use the yacht in March. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm not I'm, yachting year round. We're <laughs> on the yacht together most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Do You're you my friend. Share the yacht. Yeah. I don't know what uh, we've created in this moment, but I think we're bad people. <laughs> See, that's why I don't want a yacht. I want to be yacht adjacent. I want to be the sort of people, person that has friends that invite me onto their yacht. Maybe yes. you. Um, but I don't want the guilt of owning a yacht. What, a yacht. what okay. if we called it? Yeah, because I like to be known as a principled person. What if yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I but I want to be on the yacht. While you bask. <laughs> what if we called it a commune? But on a yacht. The commune yacht. Yeah. Yeah. Commune. I, is, 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 the commune. I think this is working. I'm if we look at an ethical commune, if we just call it an ethical commune, nobody's gonna check. No. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I feel like this is how cults start. Yeah. Like this is. We're all on our yacht I, that's called the ethical commune, and no one's really watching us. They're like, it's fine. It's a bunch of women of color. They won't do anything wrong. And then boom. Is that what I want? It's like, do I want a cult? Is that what I want? Yeah. You're trying to start know. a yacht I feel cult. Like <laughs> really conflicted because I'm just like I don't know okay I'll tell you what the what the conflict is yeah yeah I would like to um have nice things mm. yes yeah <laughs> but I don't want other people to not also that, have yeah everyone can have nice things how does this but is it bad that I want nice no things? no we should all be entitled to everything <laughs> But then everyone has nothing. No, but they don't because we just because we, we live under everything. capitalism. So we're raising the politics of lack. But they're not. Yeah. There's enough for all of us. There always has been and it's, always it's will a, be. Abundance over scarcity. Yeah. Can we do it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. This is less cult, more revolution. Is I am down for. Yeah. Is anyone out there in an economist or sociologist? <laughs> can anyone? Can anyone yeah. tell us? How to make this happen where we all have nice things, yeah. is it? But we can all have nice things. Right? Yeah. I okay. might want something different from you, so it's, it's fair that way, right? Yeah, well, everyone, not, maybe we don't want the same nice things. I guess I worry because I, when, if, when people ask me what I want for my life, I say to be Oprah but funny. And is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> You know, fun. we've gone from um, revolution to open. No, that's great. You should be um, there. Can I just say, Oprah's really funny. I don't want to be not invited to whatever Oprah's party is going to All right, someone's sucking up to Oprah now. I saw her name on today, and she was one of the most polluters in private jet. Oh, no. She's, I looked at a list of Wait, what's the ten celebrities. change on the super yacht? What's ten the celebrities that <laughs> Yeah, you've seen that recently where everyone's been like, this is where they flew on their plane. Yeah, Taylor like, Swift was the biggest polluter oh. of last year, private jet-wise. Not Swifty! Not <laughs> Swifty. Okay, now, I'm not the kind of person that wants to, like, demonize anyone for their views, but Swifty? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to talk to my therapists about this. <laughs> Which no, one? Love <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> I love this. Therapy for all. Um, gang, we um, are running out of time, which is sad because I feel like we've opened up so many issues <laughs> that we don't have the time to no. really close. But I guess I'm just confused. Like, I'm like, am I like... Like, I like to think that I'm, like, about that life and, like, I'm about that revolution, but I think I'm, like, a capitalist asshole and I'm really confused. That's not your fault. Because <laughs> you were raised in it. But is it... Because but... <laughs> I don't feel like a, but people shouldn't have been. Look, it's going to be okay. <laughs> oh, we, there'll be enough for everyone after the revolution. Okay, I'm really excited for the revolution. Um, yeah, get because excited because you don't like the people that are really rich have so much money. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. And once they are gone <laughs> and we've yeah. taken their stuff, then it'll be fine. Oh, a cull. Are we doing murder? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to if you don't want. Well, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> Thank you, Kate. I'm trying to keep my hands clean so I can. Can we be own the super yacht after this call? Because I feel I like we'll so. be on the list for the call. I feel like I just took a yacht. You just took a yacht. Yeah. Well, if you just take murdered. it, if they yeah. get murdered. Okay. Yeah. Let's take. Let's no, but no one it. owns the yachts. They're collectively owned. They're nationalised yachts. I don't know. <laughs> I'm happy for that. I'm <laughs> I haven't thought about this specifically, but I guess like how the trains used to be nationalised and the yachts. Too. I'm down for nationalised I feel like yachts. I feel like we're really building something terrifying and beautiful here. <laughs> yeah. And I like it. And just gold sheets for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> if you want them, but who wants gold sheets? <laughs> I don't know. I think if we could figure out how to make it soft. <laughs> <laughs> There's Don't. enough problems in this world without adding to it with gold softening. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm evil. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your time, your energy, your talent. Guys, give it up one more time for Charlotte Oh, I hope you enjoyed that. I mean, do you see what I mean? I just, I don't know. I'm really, sorry to be such a whiny baby about it, but I'm like, is it bad that I want to have money? Is it bad? I don't want other people to not have money. I think what I learned more than anything is none of us should run for office. (laughs) Anyway, the incredible comics you've heard all have projects you can enjoy and support. Saima has a new show, live show in London called Saima's Comedy Corner. Charlene is up at the Fringe with a show called Charlene versus the UK. A love story. Love that. Kate is up at the Fringe until the 13th, so definitely check her out if you're up there this weekend and if not there's shows around london that you can see all of them at come on including fuck it up um the fuck it up podcast is brought to you by the films of color comedy club the house of the guilty feminists and is a part of the acast creator network and yeah man i wish you the best with your self-love journey um because whether you realize it or not we are all on one and it's tough but i think if we are open about it honest about it and support each other then we can all get where we're going oh but it's, it's about the journey not the destination isn't it oh god i'm getting my instagram quotes all mixed up <laughs> see you next week bye 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 